The Claude 3 model family by Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. Haiku is lightning fast and cost-effective. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Learn more at anthropic.com slash Claude. This is your tech news briefing for Tuesday, February 7th. I'm Zoe Thomas for The Wall Street Journal. Smart appliances like TVs or washers can offer features like the ability to turn on via a phone app or the power to tell you when one of its components needs changing, but only if they get connected to the internet. The companies that make them say a significant percentage of these smart devices aren't hooked up to Wi-Fi. That means not only are customers missing out on smart features, the manufacturers are missing out on the data they hope to collect. On today's show, WSJ CIO Journal reporter Isabel Busquet joins us to discuss why appliance makers are betting big on smart devices and how they're approaching the connection challenge. That's after these headlines. Google is introducing a new artificial intelligence service that generates conversational text responses to users' questions. It's called BARD. The service is being introduced to a select set of testers ahead of a broader public launch in the coming weeks. CEO Sundar Pichai announced the service in a blog post on Monday, as the company plays catch-up to challengers such as OpenAI's popular chatbot, ChatGPT. One of Google's biggest rivals, Microsoft, has a partnership with OpenAI and is expected to make an announcement about integrating ChatGPT with its own search platform, Bing, later today. Dell Technologies has become the latest large tech company to announce employee layoffs. The computer maker said it is cutting about 5% of its workforce, or about 6,600 positions. It's taking steps to reorganize the sales, customer support, product development, and engineering teams, according to a memo sent to employees yesterday. Dell's co-chief operating officer Jeff Clark said the company had already paused hiring, limited employee travel, and reduced spending on outside services. But those measures were no longer enough, given market conditions. And an advisory firm that worked for Twitter during its acquisition by Elon Musk says the company owes it nearly $2 million and is suing it in New York State Supreme Court. The firm, Innisfree M&A, claims Twitter hired it last May to reach out to shareholders and provide analysis and advice ahead of a September meeting when they would vote on whether to accept Musk's offer. Following that meeting, Innisfree said it was told by Twitter that it would be paid in November, but still hasn't received the money, according to the filing. It's the latest claim Twitter is shirking its debts. A representative for Twitter declined to comment, and Innisfree didn't respond to a request for comment. All right, coming up, the makers of dishwashers and laundry machines are betting big on internet-connected devices. But one problem is getting users to connect them to the internet. We'll explain why after the break. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. 
Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit Anthropic.com slash Claude today. How smart do you want your home to be? There are a growing number of so-called smart home appliances that you can buy these days. Internet-connected washing machines, refrigerators, ovens, and more. But according to their makers, many customers who buy these smart devices don't have them synced up to their home Wi-Fi. That's actually something of a challenge for the companies that make them. So what's happening here? And why is the appliance industry betting on smart homes anyway? With me to discuss this is WSJ CIO Journal reporter Isabel Buscat. Hi, Isabel. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Zoe. So let's just start off with some basics around smart appliances. When did they take off and what features differentiate them from, say, a traditional appliance? Yeah, this was a trend that really started gaining traction in 2014. And the idea from the appliance manufacturers was that when you bought an oven or a washing machine or a dishwasher, you would take that appliance home and you would connect it to your home's Wi-Fi network. And once that device is connected, there are a range of different features that it would offer to you. So for example, smart appliances are available for over-the-air updates, meaning companies can update them with software patches and give them new features. If it's an oven, for example, it might get an air frying feature and that's just your existing appliance getting updated without you having to go purchase a more updated model. You could interact with them via an app, like a Roomba, and the whole home would just cater to your needs a little bit more. Okay, so it can get software updates. I can, I don't know, maybe turn it on and off from my smartphone. But what are the companies saying about how many people are actually connecting these devices to their home's Wi-Fi? And I guess, why aren't more people connecting them to the internet? The important thing to recognize about a smart appliance is that it can't really be smart unless it is connected to your home's Wi-Fi network. And there are a number of reasons why people might choose not to connect it, privacy reasons. But what's also really common is that people do have it connected, either they do it themselves or whoever's installing the machine does it when they first buy it. But then over the course of time, it's really easy for these devices to get disconnected. So if you change your Wi-Fi password, for example, if the Wi-Fi goes out for a moment, if you get a new provider, if you get a new router, all these things can result in the device being disconnected. Even say you have your washing machine in a part of the house, like your basement, that's far from your router. And so the signal is weak and it might go out for an instant. All those things can result in the device getting disconnected. And the reality is for a lot of people, they're just not going to bother to take the time to kind of note that and then reconnect it. And so what do the big makers of these smart devices say about how many of of these smart appliances are actually connected to the Wi-Fi? Yeah, so for LG, they say it's less than half their devices end up staying connected once they're in consumers' homes. And for Whirlpool, they say it's more than half, but declined to get more specific than that. Why do these companies care if their devices are connected or not? I mean, presumably they've already sold the dishwasher or the washing machine. So, you know, to them, what does it matter? 
Yeah, the stakes are actually really high for them in terms of the pressure to find new lines of revenue. Traditionally, these appliance makers, their business models would essentially be based around these kind of one-time purchases. So you go out and you buy a dishwasher and maybe you don't buy another one for 10 or 15 years. But what they really are trying to do and what they really need to do now is sort of reinvent that relationship with the customer so that it's more ongoing And part of that is that when people have their appliances connected, they can constantly be getting data about how people are using those devices in their homes, how often, what types of things they're using them for. And then they can use that data to sell them on new products and services. So as an example, LG was monitoring the amount of water that was passing through water filters and people's refrigerators. And based on that data, it was able to ping people when it was time for them to buy a new water filter. And based on rolling out that feature, they were able to see an increased amount of sales from water filters from people that had those refrigerators connected compared to people who didn't. So that's the model they're aspiring to. But again, it's really only something that works if the customer plays along. Isabel, you mentioned that the stakes are high for these companies. I mean, how high are we talking? What issues are they up against? The stakes are definitely really high. The manufacturing sector is definitely hurting right now. There's weakening consumer demand, rising cost of materials, rising cost of energy. Last year, during the third quarter, Whirlpool cut production by 35% to shrink inventories. The bottom line is that these initiatives and finding new lines of revenue from these smart features are a really, really big priority for them right now. So what are these companies like LG, like Whirlpool doing to fix the connection rate? Yeah, there's a few different ways they're approaching that problem. One is just better awareness. So on the shop floor, they'll educate customers better about the kinds of benefits they get from connecting and how they can do that. They're working through the delivery agents who install the appliances to make sure that's definitely happening at the point of installation. There's also some work they can do on the software side to manage issues like how do you make it automatically reconnect if it disconnects because of a brief Wi-Fi outage. And then on the hardware side, they can also work to ensure that these appliances have stronger antennas so that, again, if they end up in a part of the house that has weaker signal, they can still remain connected. All right. That's our reporter, Isabel Busquette. Thanks for joining us, Isabel. Thanks so much for having me. And that's it for today's tech news briefing. If you want more tech stories, check out our website wsj.com. And if you like our show, please rate and review it. You can do that wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zoe Thomas for The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. The Claude 3 model family by Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. Haiku is lightning fast and cost-effective, Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed, and Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Learn more at anthropic.com slash Claude.